Do you want to go down to a 40-hour week without losing revenue? If you're ready to let go of all the extra hours, the stress, the overwhelm, and the clients who hijack your time, consider my signature program, Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind. In it, we'll get your accounting practice under control. We'll fix your pricing problems. I'll show you ways to price so you stop giving away the farm so you bring in more revenue for the work you're already doing. I'll help you disengage the clients who are good people but are holding your business back and slowing you down. I'll help you package up your services and design them so they're easy for your clients to understand and choose from while helping you simplify and standardize what you sell. And we'll focus on making your messaging more interesting and compelling so you attract more of the kinds of clients you want to work with and break out of the hodgepodge of referrals trap. We get your prices up, we get your workload down. We standardize, we simplify, we streamline. And we do this at a pace that feels doable, where you feel confident in every choice you make. Prices up, workload down. Registration is open now. We start Tuesday, May 7th. Come with us. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to find out more. Welcome to Epic Business Growth for CPAs. My name is Geraldine Carter, founder of She Thinks Big Coaching. This is the place to be if you're a CPA who wants to grow your accounting practice. Weekly episodes are full of strategies and action steps that create a clear path for growth without working harder. Time to get inspired and grow your business. Hello, podcast listeners. I have a great episode for you this week. We're talking about value-based fees and pricing. And I want to talk about this today because money stuff and pricing stuff gets so tangled up and so many people get caught here that I want to dig into it a little bit and hopefully share with you some different perspectives that may loosen the tangle of logic, emotion, guilt, fear, and obligation we have around money and pricing. One incredible book on this topic is Alan Weiss's Value-Based Fees. And just to set the point, the book is available on Amazon for 61 bucks. <laughs> and when I looked at that before I bought it, I was like, Sit, what? <laughs> 60 bucks for a book? Oh my God. Ah, shoot. But it's probably worth it. <laughs> and even the used version is 55 bucks. I got mine for 32 a little while back. <laughs> But I figured if this guy is selling his book for 60 bucks, he's making the point, And I can tell you that the book is worth every 61 of those dollars and more. So what's going on here? Why this conversation around value-based fees? Why a podcast episode around pricing? And what I hear my clients getting stuck with and other people that I'm in conversation getting stuck with is how much do I price and what do I charge? And when I look inside people's books and we talk about the money and the revenue that's coming in their business and how they're pricing things, people are undervaluing their services and leaving a lot of financial opportunity and revenue on the table. And I had this conversation yesterday with a CPA at the grocery store cafe, and I had the same conversation with my hairstylist when I was getting my haircut in the chair later in the afternoon. The conversation has a lot of commonalities and a lot of the same patterns tend to crop up. 
Of course, we can't cover this whole topic in one episode, so I'll be doing a multi-part series on this topic of value-based fees and pricing. One idea is around this concept of discount versus full price. So you could have a person who never buys anything at full price because they think to my, because they think to themselves, I could just get this on Amazon for cheaper, or I could just go get this on eBay and finally and probably find a used version that's every bit as good. Or I could get this clothing used secondhand. There's no reason to buy new clothing. Or I'm going to buy a used car. There's no point in buying a brand new car and you lose 30% of the value once you drive it off the lot. There are all kinds of reasons why people buy things at discount. And certainly now with being able to shop and buy so many things online, commodities especially face intense downward price pressure. Some people like to buy things at a discount. They will never buy things at full retail price, or they will only buy it at full retail price if they've exhausted every possible other option. And it could be for a variety of reasons. It could be environmental, right? They don't want to buy a new product when a perfectly good used product exists. It could be that they see no reason to spend twice as much money on something when they could get it for half as much. And it could be that they think of themselves as savvy or clever or the kind of person who isn't going to get outsmarted by paying full retail price. They could genuinely enjoy bargain hunting. Now you could take the very same situation and have the opposite perspective, which is a person who always pays full price because they just want to buy the thing. They don't want to waste their time shopping around online to save $1.64. They'd rather just get the thing. And if it's available at full price, they buy it at full price. They care more about convenience and speed than price. You could have people who always pay full price because they hate discount shopping and they don't want to go to the secondhand store because it smells like stale cigarette smoke. You could have people who pay full retail price because they want to be insured that the thing that they're going to get is going to be brand new and not going to have any dents or scratches. You could have people who pay full retail price because they like new car smell, which is wild to me because that smell smells so toxic. But some people like new car smell. And if it works for them, awesome. And you could have people who pay full retail price because they like to think of themselves as the kind of person who likes to pay full price for things because now they've reached a place in life where they can afford it. Searching for discounts reminds them of a time when they couldn't afford to pay full price. So there are a variety of reasons that people want to pay full price for things that are very legitimate reasons. So you have two different outlooks, people who pay for things at a discount and people who pay for things at full price. Neither one of them is wrong. They're both right. It's just how they like to buy things for whatever reasons are most important to them. The same person who springs for the Tesla might refuse to buy new pens, or if they do, they get Bix in a box. So given that two people will buy the same product, one at a discount price and one at full price, now ask yourself, who are you selling to? Are you selling to people who like to buy things at a discount for whatever reason? Or are you selling to people who like to buy things at full price for whatever reason? Who are you currently selling to? Who are your current buyers? Who do you wish your current buyers were? Do you have discount buyers and you're happy that they buy at discount rates? Or do you have discount buyers, but you wish they would buy at full price? Or do you think that you have discount buyers, but you potentially have some or many or all full price buyers. 
but you keep selling to them at a discount and you're leaving a bunch of money on the table. Think of all the little tiny slippery ways that you are charging your clients less than your full rack rate. These are all rhetorical questions. I don't know the answer for you, but it's something to consider. Who are your buyers? Are they discount buyers? Are they full price buyers? And which do you want to have? Also ask yourself, which are you? In what ways are you a discount buyer? And in what ways are you a full price buyer? Most of us are a mix of both. It depends on the thing and the value of the thing. You probably heard at the top that I'm a discount buyer when it comes to books on Amazon. I don't want to pay full price for a book when a used one that might have a random scratch or note or two in it is perfectly good for me. Plus, I don't want the environmental impact of creating a brand new book for me. And I really can't stand that books come on a plane delivered to my door. I really wish that there was an option to get that out of Amazon Prime. One thing I will always pay full price for is furniture. I do not like discount or used furniture. If it's cheap, it's uncomfortable and it falls apart way too fast. And if it's used, that just creeps me out. But back to the topic at hand, in what ways might you inadvertently be projecting your own unconscious buying habits and choices onto your unsuspecting buyers? I'm bringing this up because like I said at the beginning, in casual conversation with so many of you, I hear you share with me all the different ways that you are discounting your services, all the different ways that you give this buyer over here a deal on XYZ product, that you give this other buyer a freebie over here because XYZ justification all these sneaky ways that you are discounting your services as if you have discount buyers. And you may have discount buyers, but you might be selling at a discount to full price buyers. Now, I don't want to come across like I'm advocating for always maximizing and extracting every possible dollar from every possible transaction. That's most certainly not my opinion. I bring this up because I talk to and see countless business owners who are undercutting themselves, who really can't afford to be undercutting themselves because they're already struggling and they're bringing undue hardship upon themselves in their lives and to the other people in their lives because they continue to undercut themselves in ways they really can't afford. So I bring this up because I want you to be able to take a step back and simply ask yourself, oh, what am I doing? Does this really make sense? And is this what I want to be doing now that I have the awareness that I might be doing it? All right, podcast listeners, that's what I have for you. Know that I love hearing from you because in this office, it is just crickets and my meow and cats. So send me a love note and I will talk to you next week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Registration is open now, but it won't be for long. Go to GeraldineCarter.com now to enroll today.